It's so good uh, to be here and to be together and uh, to, um, yeah, as Robin said, uh, welcome in this new year with um, connecting with Jesus where we're at. Um, and uh, we were talking uh, as elders about um, what we wanted to uh, talk about in this uh, to in this new year, and we thought it was really appropriate, actually, uh, to talk about the topic of emotional health, um, because there's been some big stuff going on. And when there's big stuff going on, it's normal and it's natural that there are big emotions that go with that. Stuff happening to you that you can't control, that's been happening a lot more (laughs) to most of us, I think. Um, than it would ever have happened before we had this pandemic. And uh, emotional health uh, is linked to, uh, but different from both physical and mental health. Um, And we wanted to start this new year um, connecting with Jesus where we're at uh, and bringing every aspect uh, of who we are uh, to him. Uh, So in the last series that we did in the autumn uh, leading up to Christmas, uh, we were really focusing on on Jesus, but both Dom and I uh, felt God lay it on our hearts to talk about mental health as part of those talks. Um, And just in mentioning that emotional health is linked to mental health, mental health is really, really important. Um, And if you have any concerns about your mental health, it's really important uh, talk to somebody that you trust uh, and go and get the help that you need. Go and see your GP um, and uh, access the support that we have that's incredibly available to us in this country. So on emotional health, uh, the very first thing I really want to say is uh, I am absolutely not an expert in this. Um, if you want to access some resources of people who definitely are, uh, there's a guy called uh, Pete Scazzaro. Um, he has a, a website called emotionallyhealthy.org, um, and it has he's written a, several books, uh, one of which is uh, The Emotionally Healthy Church. Um, and uh, there's also uh, a lady called uh, Dr. Kate Middleton, no relationship to the royal. Um, but she's based in uh, Hertfordshire, and she's, uh, she helps run a charity uh, that uh, looks at uh, emotional health. And both of those guys are, uh, are coming from a, a Christian angle on this topic. Um, and uh, the, I accessed um, do, uh, Dr. Kate Middleton's uh, talk through uh, a series done at the King's Arms, um, where they were looking at coming out of uh, the last lockdown uh, in a healthy way. Uh, so I would recommend uh, that to you. So while I'm absolutely not an expert, what I can talk about is uh, my experience. Uh, I definitely want to talk about Jesus. Uh, And we hope over the next few weeks uh, to uh, show that the Bible can show us what uh, living an emotionally healthy life uh, can look like. When we're looking at the Bible for a topic like this, I think even more than you would for other topics, Um, culture and setting uh, have a big part to play in how we understand things well. If we had any biblical character uh, walk in this room now and interview you about your life, they would be absolutely amazed 
that a lot of the things that cause them stress and anxiety just aren't there or aren't there in the same way uh, for us. We don't have uh, to worry in the same way about uh, health. We don't have to worry in the same way about food security. We don't have to worry in the same way about war. It doesn't affect us here in this country uh, very much generally. Uh, transport is really easy to just go somewhere in a way that they never could have. Um, even childbirth. Childbirth is was a, a pretty... Bad things happened back in those days in a way that they don't now. But while we're crossing that bridge in accessing the Bible, people are still people. And God cares about all of us in whatever setting or culture uh, we're in. He cares about our bodies. He cares about our minds. He cares about our spiritual well-being. He cares about our emotions. It was so brilliant that Colin uh, came and prayed to, uh, for us as part of our worship time, just encouraging us to uh, connect with Jesus and his healing power that he has for you in this place right now. So all of these things, our bodies, our minds, our spiritual well-being, our emotions, they're all interlinked. And we're made like that because we're made in the image of God. Each one of us unique, each one of us different from one another, but together reflecting God and who he is. I wonder if for you, um, you have ever felt a pressure uh, to conform to a particular emotional type I'm thinking of um, somebody who doesn't express emotion very much. In our culture, sometimes that can be equated with somebody who's emotionally steady. And somebody who's emotionally steady, we think of as reliable. A Christianized version of that might be, uh, this person doesn't express emotion very much, therefore they're emotionally steady. Therefore, they're reliable. Therefore, they're really exercising the fruit of self-control, the fruit of the Spirit, really well. Emotionally steady absolutely is a good thing. Um, it can be a real sign of you being in an emotionally healthy place. But what I'm talking about here is a kind of forced steadiness that, you know, if I don't talk about something, if I internalize it, it will go away. If I don't put words to it, I don't give it the power to, I don't have to feel it. And I grew up with something of this kind of philosophy. Maybe you didn't grow up like that at all, um, and emotions of all types were just out there uh, and free. What was modelled to you growing up is likely to be your normal. Normal in your expectations of yourself, normal in your expectations of the way that emotions ex are expressed in relationships with other people, uh, normal in your emotional relationship uh, with God. And I want to acknowledge that all of this can be a tricky area. It's not something that we arrived at lightly to start talking about this, this topic at the start of this new year, but it really matters because it's about freedom. The most effective barriers 
to being free are the barriers that we put up ourselves. And emotions have a big part in that. We can use excuses for these barriers like, I won't do that because, fill in the blank, and the underlying reason is an emotional one, a fear of pain or rejection or of disappointment. What we've been singing about this morning, and what I think came through really strongly in the worship, uh, is particularly in what Anil, what you were bringing, there's a real security in the love of God. And it might be that as you go deeper, God is leading you into places that you wouldn't have wanted to go yourself. But actually it feels safe when your father's hand's right there. God sometimes calls us to go places that we would never have you know, chosen to go ourselves, but when we're with God, it feels safe. And when we're with God, we know that he's got us and Even in that, in that place, we can hear things that we would never have heard if we'd been somewhere else. He's taken us to that place for a reason. So emotions uh, go with life, are dynamic. They are part of what makes us human. They change. Um, But sometimes uh, emotions uh, can either take control of us or... Uh, They don't change for a long time. They just feel this one thing. Or they just don't seem to be there at all. And that can be a flag for us that something's not quite right. And as I said, uh, this can be linked to physical, mental, and spiritual health. Um, And uh, for my story, I told a little bit of my story back in the autumn uh, in terms of mental health. Um, There was a penny drop moment for me uh, when we went to... We had the amazing privilege of going to South Africa on holiday, uh, this beautiful country, and I realised that both my mental and my emotional health weren't in a good place. I wasn't feeling the kind of things that you would expect to be when you're in one of the most beautiful countries in the world. I was just feeling flat and an absence of emotion, and I think a, a lot of that was derived from where I was in my mental health, but it's emotional health is definitely linked there and something that um, Helen pointed me towards was a a little series that Wendy Mann did on emotional health and that really helped me uh, in that place that I was in to recognise what was going on with me and start to do something about it and when we came back uh, from holiday I then went to see my GP and uh, got on a road to, to a much better place. You can read pretty much any story in the Bible and think about the characters in the story and the emotions that they're feeling. There's an emotional subtext under every story. Why do they say that? Why do they do that? Um, What are they thinking here? What's motivating this? Why Why are they reacting like that? And over the next three weeks, we're going to look at three different characters, um, Elijah, Mary, and Habakkuk. And you might say to me, oh, that's an interesting selection, unusual. Um, But the reason uh, that we've picked those three uh, 
um, is because in their stories, the emotion runs in plain sight, directing their story. And in each case, the kindness and the love of God meets them where they're at. And a lot of the emotions that they're feeling, we might categorize as negative, but they're not repressed in the way that I was talking about at the beginning. And it can be so helpful to see somebody else going through something and go, ah, I recognize that. I can see some of that in me. And it can put words and a structure around something that's otherwise a nebulous or vague feeling to recognize it in somebody else. And ultimately, all of these characters uh, point to Jesus and finding security in him. Jesus was emotional. He expressed emotions, but in a really, really healthy way. You can see that uh, in, uh, there's, if you look in uh, the Gospel of John, uh, in chapter 2, uh, he goes uh, to the temple and he finds in the temple um, people who are uh, basically cheating uh, people out of money. They do their, their money changes in the temple, um, and he uh, feels this real anger that what is going on in his father's house is so far from what should be happening. There's selfish greed happening in a place that's meant to be uh, the place where God meets with man. And he, he does something about it, and he drives them out. He also uh, feels a real intense sadness when uh, one of his closest friends, Lazarus, you read that if you go on in the uh, Gospel of John to chapter 11, uh, his, uh, Lazarus dies and um, he goes to the tomb and he's really feeling that emotion in that moment. Um, he weeps at that tomb. He also, uh, the Bible tells us that he was anointed with gladness uh, with joy beyond his companions. That's in Psalm 45, verse 7. So Jesus uh, was emotional. He expressed emotions. And uh, we are like that too because we're made in God's images, uh, in God's image, sorry. Something we see about the way that Jesus expresses emotion is that there's never any control. There's never any manipulation of those around him. Jesus' emotions are never selfish. They never drag anybody down. They never try to make anyone else be or feel something that they aren't. His anger is constructive. His sadness is empathetic. His joy is contagious. There's no pressure in it. That's what makes connecting with Jesus so life-giving for us on an emotional level. Although, obviously, there's so much more uh, that Jesus has to give us. It's not just about the emotion. Uh, this is somebody who is uh, the source of all truth, the source of all knowledge, uh, of healing, of light, of life, of forgiveness. But if you meet somebody who is all of those things, it's normal to feel something when you meet him. Like I said, Jesus doesn't always lead us on an easy path. Sometimes he takes us to places that we would never have chosen to go so that we can hear things that we would never have heard anywhere else. 
And that's why we're looking at Mary, Elijah, and Habakkuk. That was their story. They were led by God to ask big questions out of feeling big emotions. And in connecting with Jesus, connecting with the people he puts around us, he doesn't always answer us in the way that we expect. So I mentioned about uh, what happens when I went on holiday to South Africa uh, a few years ago. Um, it led to me accessing uh, health, help for my mental health. Uh, and part of that was I had the privilege of getting some counselling. And one of the things the counsellor highlighted to me uh, was he he, uh, she talked about anger. And I thought, that's strange. I don't think I'm, I think I'm pretty, pretty stable, pretty level. I'm not an angry person. And anger was very much, as in, uh, when I grew up, it was very much labelled as a, a bad emotion. But if I don't think about it, it doesn't mean that it's not there because it's not expressed in a way that I would expect. Uh, so, you know, somebody who's angry, like, shouts at people and, you know, explodes. The night after uh, this was raised with me, uh, Edith was about my, uh, she was about one, um, and she was having some pretty hard time sleeping, and we had to work through that. And uh, she woke up in the early hours, and... I did not want to be woken up. And that was the first moment where I went, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that, that emotion is there. Hmm. Um, <laughs> so it led to a moment of me starting to understand myself understand myself more, to be able to tune in, to spot it, being the first step in dealing with it appropriately. Uh, so before I finish, I just want to uh, say a few things about anger, given it's something that God's been teaching me about. Um, we'll be looking at other emotions in the other weeks as well. Um, but uh, yeah, I feel like it's, it's an important thing, particularly talking about uh, Jesus and how he, uh, show, what he shows us about anger as an emotion. I think the first thing to say is it's a really important emotion. It's something that can really help you or it can really bind you up. So we see uh, in Jesus at the temple, there, there's this thing that causes the emotion of anger. And that's the injustice of what's going on in the temple. And then Jesus' response brings right order and brings justice. So we have this uh, trigger, then this emotion, and then this, the action that follows it. But then when we, sometimes we can't deal uh, with the thing that we're angry about. It's just not possible, and we get stuck. And something that God showed me uh, through this time is that a big element of dealing with anger and using it well is forgiveness. I can't make this right but I know somebody who can, and I'm going to give it to him. We need action. There's, we need something to happen. Forgiveness puts the action bit with Jesus, and he's definitely going to do the right thing with it, because if we don't forgive, it's holding on to 
that emotion and to the judgment of the other of the of the other person of the other situation that's happened that's caused us that emotion of feeling angry and then in when we know that Jesus is going to do the right thing with it and we've genuinely let go of it to him we can then channel the energy of that emotion into something else um, whether that's physical exercise going for a run cycling Furiously hoovering your house. I've done all of these things. Uh, maybe not the running. <laughs> Anger binds you up when it controls you or the people around you. But it releases you when it flags something that's bad. And you can take that situation to Jesus and work out with him, what is the bit that I do? What do you want me to do, Jesus? What is the bit that you are going to deal with? And it might be, that the bit that I do is nothing and he's sending you on a run again. You've got a really clean carpet, whatever. <laughs> Over it again. Um, and the bit that he's doing might look to us like nothing, but part of forgiving is trusting him that he's going to deal with it in a right way, in a good way. So I'd just like to invite the band up um, and uh, I want to kind of wrap up what we've been talking about uh, this morning. So we've looked at emotions, how they can sometimes be uh, too much uh, or not changing or my experience of them just not feeling them, not being there. And we looked at Jesus and how he shows us a full range of emotion expressed in a way that draws people around him into life. He doesn't control, he doesn't manipulate, he releases people around him to, to be free. And I think that's extraordinary because we know that Jesus could see into the hearts of people around him. You see that in the stories, of the, there are some stories where he's uh, talking with Pharisees and the Bible tells us he sees what's in their heart. Can you imagine being able to see all the things that people around you aren't saying? and still express all of your emotions in a way that brings everybody around you life. That is incredible. This is the God, this is the king that we follow. <coughs> he sees all of our most private thoughts and feelings, and he says, I love you. He completely accepts us with our emotions, and he meets our needs. And we don't need to get better at dealing with our emotions for him to accept us. He loves you. So I just want, uh, just to, before the band uh, lead us to, to finish off, I just want us to, if you can, uh, to stand. And I just want to do something to uh, give everybody here the opportunity just to respond uh, to Jesus and what he might have been saying to you. Um, through the, the whole course of this morning. Um, I really don't want you to be looking at me when you're doing this, because this is you doing business with Jesus, so if it helps you uh, to close your eyes, uh, please do that. Um, I just want you to imagine uh, Jesus standing in front of you. Just picture him there. And I feel like what he wants to say to you now is, what is it? Do you what is it that you want to give me? 
the stuff that you need to give to Jesus, and then he wants to give something back to you. And you've named those things in your mind that you want to give to him. Just ask him, what is it you want to give to me? And just receive it. It might help you to open your hands to receive whatever it is he's giving you. A few things I felt God say to me as I was preparing for this morning. Um, I feel like for some people that uh, this morning would shine a light for you on an emotion that you have labelled as bad or as dark. And Jesus wants to validate that emotion. He says that the emotion isn't, itself isn't wrong, although the place that it's come from might be really horrible but you might have been judging yourself for feeling that thing. And there's freedom from judgment. I want you to hold my hand, Jesus is saying, let's go a little bit deeper. You need to trust me. And you will find freedom there, in that place. I think for some other people, as I've been talking about the journey that God's taken me on with the emotion of anger, for you, there's been a holding on of judgment of someone or some situation because of that emotion of anger. And this morning, I just want you to release that. to walk in forgiveness, to stand as tall as Jesus made you. You're going to know the presence of Jesus and his confidence that he gives you. And finally, I feel like there are some people here that might have felt judged because they've expressed emotions in a way that they didn't feel was appropriate to the the people who were around them. Jesus accepts you exactly the way you are. He made you. He made you like that. And he wants you to know freedom this morning. So I'm just going to pray and then the band are going to lead us uh, just to finish. Jesus, I thank you that you have been so present here this morning. I thank you that you have been leading us. You've been shining your light on on things this morning. And thank you that you don't just illuminate them in order to show them up. You illuminate them in order to pick them up. And Lord, thank you that you are the one who walks with us no matter where we go in life. Your hand is never far away. Your hand is right there for us to trust and to hold on to. Would you teach us more about yourself over the next four weeks, uh, three weeks particularly? Just thank you so much for your goodness, your kindness, and your love for us. Would we just rejoice in that today? Amen.